My name is Mary Page. My skin is as white as a porcelain doll, but I'm not as fragile. My eyes are as green as emeralds. They shine like lanterns in the moonlight. My hair is as black as ravens. It hangs just past my shoulders in gentle waves. Some call my nose a button. Some say it's cute. I have the body of a gymnast, small and lean and graceful. I wish I were as tall as five feet. People tower over me. I was made a blood vivaconti when I was 17 years old. I was chosen to become what I am because of my photographic memory. The scientist who made us, Wynne is his name, chose me because he was curious to know if my gift could improve his method. Yes, the blood vivaconti are a science experiment. We are still subject to observation and experimentation. A little too much sometimes. Thankfully, I don't have to scurry through mazes anymore. There is much about being a blood vivaconti that we do not know. We know we're no longer human, even though we still look like you. We know we're not vampires either, since we do not have fangs. But we do drink blood and eat your blood memories. We pierce you with a stinger that comes from the tip of our tongues. We call it our proboscis. And we know we might be immortal, since I was made a blood vivaconti a decade ago, and I still look like a 17-year-old girl. I'm not complaining, but looking at least 25 might not be all that bad either. Alas, my photographic memory has not improved the method for making the blood vivaconti. But then again, I haven't really tried to improve us, and neither has Wynne. Not since we lost him, in a massive explosion at the locomotive dead yards. I don't think we need improvement anyway. For the first time in my life, I actually like being me. Yes, I'm petite. Yes, I look like a breakable teen. But as this tale unfolds, you'll see how I drank the blood and ate the blood memories of a dozen martial artists, a physicist, and a truck driver. How I read and memorized the collected works of Aristotle, St. Paul, and Ben Lurie in a day. And how I also leaped from the 120th floor of a building while simultaneously shouldering a quarter-ton alien coffin. Not bad for a girl under five feet and a hundred pounds. I'd like to think that God or fate or some higher purpose made me a blood vivaconti to make up for the crummy childhood I had. My fifth grade teacher was the first to discover my photographic memory. His name was Mr. Wilkie. He had kind, dark eyes, a shaven head, and a black mustache and goatee. He was the kind of teacher who would meet you where you were. My peers in school did not like me at all. I was always carrying around a large book for reading. Fictional characters were my best friends. My peers laughed at me for that. I'd already read and memorized all my fifth grade school books. I knew the answers to any question that Mr. Wilkie might ask. I always sat in the back of the class. It helped me avoid being called on to speak. Speaking in class upped my chances for being misunderstood. I don't like being misunderstood, 
never have. So at that time, I preferred not speaking in class, or to anyone for that matter. One day, Mr. Wilkie came to the back of the class, and he asked me to repeat the lesson on page 11 of our textbook. I repeated it. My voice was quiet. A field mouse might have heard me. A little louder, please, he said. The class needs to hear your answer.